0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The SunRanto
1: Show is listener-supported and brought to you by our Super Ranters. Find out more about how you can listen early and ad-free and become part of the Super Ranter family at patreon.com slash do it today.
2: Cubby blue, Cubby blue blood flowing through our veins, sitting in the bleachers in the sitting rain, we've shed a million rain. tears and drank as many old self beers out at the game. Let's go copy Sorato with Michael Sunrato and Paulie Sorato and the love of a with Michael Sunrato and Pollyie Sorato and the love of a loser Sorato
1: Here comes Michael Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity hoppity, <laughs> he is on his way. Oh, Zombie Jesus Day. Yeah. Happy Zombie Jesus Day, everybody. Um, I'm Danny Rocket, uh, one of your faithful hosts of the Sun Ranto show. We got Crawley in the Hizzy. What's up from the clubhouse?
3: Yeah, hanging out. Good weekend.
1: Yeah, I, you texted us a picture. You were sitting in a hot tub, looking at a lake, listening to the Cubs game, beer in hand. That's a hell of a Sunday.
4: Oh, was they that a hot tub? I, I thought that was like ice and snow up there. Was it icy and snowy? Oh, no, no, no ice, no snow, although that's going to change in about a few hours. <laughs> I, I I totally misunderstood that picture. I thought that was ice and snow, but maybe it was just like the the foam it's and bubbles. bubbles from the... It's bubbles! Okay. Yeah.
1: And, uh, yeah, I spent the day uh, with my mom and her friends at her house just a little – a mile north, and uh, we we watched uh, much of the game today. We had a nice time um, uh, just playing a few, like, games at Easter time and uh, some dice games and stuff. Uh, But it was funny because my mom wasn't aware that Chris Bryant was not on the cubs anymore and that he was now a rocky (laughs) and when he came to bat we were sitting there watching and she goes she goes good now i'll be happy when he strikes
4: out there you go that's hilarious so uh she doesn't listen to the show I'm so no, surprised.
1: No. No, you don't want to hear about it. You know what I mean? Like, well, you said this last night. I'm like, I don't want to hear. It. I don't want to think I don't want to be sitting here live thinking mom's watching. You know what I mean? Like it's better if I do I,
4: I have had that thought a, a few times. And not necessarily that my mom's wa- like listening, but that anybody somebody wants. my mom knows is listening. <laughs> and they're like, Do you know what he just said last night? <laughs>
1: well uh I want to thank you to our 109 Patreon supporters. Hey,
4: we got one.
1: Yeah, we got one and and uh, one extra from the 108 we had before who support the show. Thank you so much uh for being a part of it. Uh you guys rock. And uh we we talk out of our ass for you. We we really do. Um and also happy 3 Finger Brown today. Have, have, happy 3 Finger Brown day, I should say. Um in honor of 3 Finger Brown I got three fingers right now. Of, uh, it, well, I get, it's uh, champagne.
4: I did something different ranger, for three but, finger brown day, but we're not going to talk about that. Our yeah, parents I, may be I, listening. Yeah, that's <laughs> the
1: tradition. Like, and then uh, then she gave me the three finger brown. A, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: couldn't walk for a week. So, uh, well, let's get right get right into this Rocky series. Not that we got right into it, but uh, we split it split um, that's
3: hey, a lot. Split the I think, road trip. I know we said that before, you know. I, I think I know I said it. I don't remember who else I know some more people said, but uh you know, the Rockies are a good team at home and they may be better than people think in general. And so uh happy with the split, especially when you had the TBD come up and 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 you knew that's almost an automatic loss.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, what I like about not I don't like the split. Like I always want to win the series. Like I think that the game on Friday night was winnable. If things, if you get your hits in a different order, you in uh, Game Two of this series, you win the the game. Um, or if Marcus Stroman doesn't have the one bad inning. But what I liked about the yeah,
4: literally series, one bad inning, one that's bad like, inning really uh, sucked.
1: Well, that's uh, that's baseball. But yeah, <laughs> what what I uh, loved about the series was all the hits, like. Hit parade. You're taking your walks. You're not striking out. Like this is a different kind of Cubs team overall. And I just want to point that out because it's early in the season and and we haven't seen anything like this for a long time. And yeah, uh, uh, I'm not successful ultimately because you come into it. We're a game above 500. Great. I feel happy about that. Okay, we're above 500. We're coming back home. You you're not going to hate that that overall look. You know, on a, a day like today,
4: but. 49 hits in this. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what they did on Friday, but they had 13 hits each of the last three games.
1: Yeah. Today two today too.
4: Yeah, today too. All right, so three yeah. times. And then 10 hits the first game. So Yeah, uh, double-digit hits in a game, especially when we're used to it always being double-digit strikeouts per game.
1: Yeah, well, exactly. We're always laughing like, we won and we struck out 15 times. <laughs> we hit nine home runs, so I guess we're okay. But like, this is a whole totally different situation. It's a lot of fun to watch.
3: And um, One thing to keep in mind is that <clears throat> all the West Coast parks are really big. They play really big, whether you're talking about San Diego, the Dodgers, Colorado, all those parks. Uh, you know, San Francisco is another one. They, they play really big, and that kind of – you know, is better for the Cubs' style of baseball, as far as Wrigley being a smaller park. You know what I mean? So there's so much more space for these guys to dink and dunk the ball in.
1: That's a great point, and you yeah. know, it's kind of what's even better is like it'll be a team like the Cubs who can uh, sneak into the playoffs and then play a West Coast first seed team. With your 500 record, and then like knock the Dodgers out in a three-game series because you did and dunk the ball, and like you know, it basically uh, death by a thousand cuts them to death. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just looking for pathways here. Our playoff odds went up, so I'm I'm looking this way. Uh, you want to just uh, start game by game?
3: Yeah, let's uh, go game by right. game. Let's take a look so real Dublin, quick.
1: Win game one, five to two. Uh, Frank the Tank. Uh, comes comes in hot after he's told that he's a bust by Dan Schwerzer um, from um, what's it Fangraphs, I believe. He makes Frank the Tank makes a list of busts. Now we can talk about whether he even belongs on a list of busts. Because to me, you have to have something expected of you in the first place to be a bust.
4: That that's true, and I think that kind of fits the narrative i think that crawley was fighting against all last years everybody getting so excited about what he was doing that somehow some dude can write a bust article when the reality is we all know he's not that good like if he anything he does is is over and above what we were expecting like just holding his own being a a replacement player would be fine for Frank Schwindel, and he'll stick around on this team for a few years if he can just be a replacement player. That's not a bust. That's just not what he did in the first whatever forty games that he played for the Cubs. Yeah,
3: you know it's it's a. Uh, I would say that, we, especially with Frank, more than with wisdom. And wisdom also got on fire this series, but. Uh, yeah, but uh, with these guys uh, again, uh, don't, the holes are not as big in Schwindel's swing as they are in Wisdom, where everyone kind of knows where to get Patrick. So I would say that you know Schwindel can do a really nice job. Uh, that's that's really what you're looking at here. And, and and you know, people making these grand pronouncements after five games are you know that's always very amusing in baseball.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll put up the the box score here from Game One. You win it. Oh no! Wait, this is the uh, the wrong game. All right, this is the uh, the the one that Justin Steele started, uh, and he goes four point one innings, gives up five hits, two runs, two walks, uh, four strikeouts. I mean, he got into trouble. It's it, almost in the exact same part of the yep. game where he got into trouble last time. So he's like this two times through the order kind of guy, right?
4: Well, I mean, that could just be a symptom of this. You know, shortened start to the season. Uh, Coomer was talking about it on the radio today that this week would have actually, like, if they had had their entire, uh, spring training, this would have been the last week of pitch of games, right? So the pitchers didn't have their 10 days to build up to spring training that they normally get when pitchers and catchers report. And then it was a shortened spring training so these guys are just running out of steam 80 pitches at 80 pitches you know that 60 to 70 pitches they're starting to fall apart and I think that's what we saw from Steele we saw it from uh, Smiley today from Stroman like yeah that's just what's gonna happen
3: right you and before this even started it's why MLB put extra players on the roster for the first month of the season is because they knew that the pitchers weren't built up yet. And so that you were going to have to have a couple extra guys in there. And we talked about these piggyback type games that were, you know, going to happen due to the lockout. And so as you're, as you're looking at this, I mean, I'm not, again, too early to kind of tell on some of these guys, but four or five innings is probably what you're going to go through. You're looking at a pitch count of 50 to 70 ish depending on how easy those pitches are. And, per and, Steel. and and it's why you saw uh, Kershaw get pulled the other day that we talked about it. It's these guys don't have it built up yet, so I wouldn't worry too much about Steele. He's done way more than I thought he would do, and I'm, I'm well, happy I so far. I'm not worried at
1: all. I'm saying, is it for real? Is Steele for real? Is this situation that we're seeing right now with Justin Steele where, I mean, can he go more than the 80 pitch? I mean, he got in a, in a little bit of trouble in this game uh, in the, what, fourth fifth inning. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fifth that's inning. where he gives up the two runs. Or, or I don't even think he gave him up, but he put him on base. But then, the, the, you know, the, the Rockies, I mean, they they can hit. They're pretty much the same team as the Cubs. But what I'm, I'm wondering is, like, is Steele the kind of guy that you're going to – is he – here's my question. Is he Mr. Piggyback for the rest of the year? Is that what they're thinking of him as? Or is he a guy that they're going to be putting out there and be like – Maybe he gets a seven, you know, eventually after he gets stretched out enough.
3: I mean, that's the hope all all the time
4: is that these, if you got a starter, you want to get six or seven innings. They they never let anybody go seven anymore, though. Like, it's insane. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like, are they going to let it happen? Like, or is that,
3: that's, you can, you let it happen depending. uh, Yeah. If you can, he hasn't built up that cachet yet. He's not you know, Max Scherzer or something like that. So he's going to get the quick hook. And and again, all, a lot of these guys are, but you, the goal is is hopefully if he's still pitching well and strong and guys are not getting good looks at him and they're not making good contact, you're going to try to keep him in. But this was always the thing about Steele, and it's obviously you wanted to split the righties up, which is why you put Steele in where you did slotted second. Yeah. But he's a young player, so, I mean, you don't know what to expect out of him. And, and if you can get four 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 to six good innings – You'll be very happy with that every time around, right? And that's and, why you got Smiley and uh, Miley. The Smiley Miley is You know, that's a veteran, two veteran players.
1: No, we haven't even seen Miley yeah. yet. Though. But uh, I, I actually,
4: I'm actually optimistic about this from Steele because of what we're talking about about how they haven't really built up yet, and he's making it 4.1 and looking good, you know. And then he drops off the table a little bit, but. This makes me think as he gets stronger through the season, he, he might be able to go uh, into that fifth and sixth inning, you know, because I don't know. I, I'm just saying 80, would you say 80 pitches in 4.1, but he actually he probably faced like, I don't know, 20 batters or so. So that that's not terrible at that point. Young pitcher. I think he can get stronger. Young pitcher, the subject.
1: Um now the real coup of this game though was the fact that David Ross knew that Keegan Thompson was facing a suspension of at least uh, well, 3 games is what it was. It was knocked down to 2 games, but but as the uh appeal was going through David Ross was like, okay, I'm going to use you for 3.1 innings in this game. And uh, I love this Cub, Cubs memes put out. Uh, Thompson has earned his dot, dot, dot vacation. It's when your reliever is about to serve a three game suspension. So you throw him 3.1 innings and 45 pitches of lights out ball and send him on his way. Like
4: <laughs> that was,
1: yeah. I mean, that really was kind of brilliant. And that's how you come away with that win because. I mean, it, there's no guarantee that Thompson's gonna do great because he's basically the same guy as Steel. Like we're just like, cool, <laughs> he's good. Yeah, <laughs> this is cool. Well, this well, is going great, you know. It's not particularly unexpected or expected, you know.
4: Yeah. Like, I it, this is another thing that I'm optimistic about in how he's how Ross is having to run this bullpen right now and run some of these guys out for two and three innings at a time. That's not because he wants to necessarily. He has to just to get through all these innings. And maybe these guys can do this all the time. I mean, wouldn't it be awesome if Steele could have gone five and then Thompson goes three and then you give it up to Robertson for the, You're for the ninth or it's over. You know, know what I mean? Like that could be Steel really goes, fun baseball.
1: How about Steele goes seven Thompson or uh Givens comes in for the eighth and then a real closer that's not a million years old comes in for the ninth although David Robertson's been doing a good job but um here's my question Ethan Roberts with a tough kind of series here 0.1 innings in this first game uh only got the one out gave up two walks and a hit um and then he pitched what was it last night let me look up the box scores here yeah and he gave up the run and um,
4: three walks in a hit is what it looks like. Yeah. It's the walks that are really sort of frightening. Now me, I'm, I'm being like fucking Polly Anna here. Maybe uh, it's because he's in Colorado and he's afraid to get anywhere near the middle of the plate. You know what I mean? Like he's just a young guy and he's just afraid to throw it anywhere. The guys can hit it. and, Without the, you know, veteran maybe ability to control that, he's not getting the the calls. So, I don't know. Again... I, I just realized that I'm going really Pollyanna on all of this. Like, Oh, steel can get stronger and, you know, and, and Thompson, or can do three innings every game and all this shit. But, be The fourth starter, you know, it's it, the weirdest it's thing. It's so weird we, when they're young like this.
1: How do we have a fifth starter and not a fourth starter? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's so weird. It's like, it usually you're like, well, we don't have a fifth starter, but no, we don't have a fourth starter. Like, I've never seen that before. Um, <laughs> Uh, Let's move on to uh, game – oh, one more thing about game one is, like, Suzuki, I don't know if he got benched, but he got caught freaking out there in this game. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and he's been doing great, like, so you're going to give it to him. It's not like he's sucking. He's, like, doing awesome. But then he's, like, got caught napping, like, running between first and second, got doubled off first. Like, was that just, like, jet lag or, like, what happened there?
4: I, I have no idea. This team absolutely blew on the base pass. The two blands were plentiful in this four-game stretch. These guys were running all over the fucking place. I, I mean, I tweeted it today. Has any team made you, like, cheer and before you even sat down, scream? <laughs> like this team has? I, Horner, today, hits a fucking double how did he end up in between second and third? Well, because he cut off the ball, like... But it, take the fucking
3: double! Pay attention to what's going on, like... I think in, in, in the situation, what Danny was saying, though, and what other people said, too, is that he was trying to get the throw to come to him so that, I think it was seal would make it in safely.
4: And he I, did. Maybe, but I don't know. But, that was...
3: But you are right in the fact that they have run into so many outs on the base passes... Extremely frustrating. It's okay to be in smartly aggressive, but to constantly be getting caught up in between bases is getting frustrating.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and and it could happen at critical moments that really piss you off. Especially when you have those thoughts of like when you do get a rally going and you're like, well, this inning actually started with a guy that walked and got picked off first base or something. And you're like, it could actually be four to nothing right now with no outs, but instead, you know. It, it's a different situation. So, like, yeah, it's frustrating. And plus, I saw Kaplan was pissed off about this when uh, uh, the uh, Ortega diving into first base situation. Again. Doing,
3: again. And it's simply not faster. It's yeah. just not. I, I, I looked it up. I did today. There's, there's, they've done numerous studies on it. I think they did it on, uh, what is that, the show? It used to be Myth or something. I forget. Myth, they. Mythbusters. Mythbusters, all these things, literally everybody knows you just run through, and it's why sprinters do that when you watch the Olympics is they run and then they kind of like go all the way through and cut in. They don't well, jump also off the because
4: that would hurt like a bitch if you <laughs> dove on, <that. laughs> on the track.
1: <laughs> Anytime you dive, it hurts. Like you're also taking ch- injury risk. If
4: have- how many it's people have we up. seen get hurt? just diving into bases it happens all the time it's fingers it's i mean david Bodie still isn't with this team because he fucking blew out his shoulder doing it last year you yeah, know it's like
1: helping the team him not being more, <laughs> probably being people at bats um but yeah it's it's been that's been it's something to watch too because we know that for this team to score runs they they need to move runners around, which means running, which means stealing bases, which means trying some hit runs and things like that to get over on the other team. If, uh, if that's not working out, it's going to, it's going to, and
3: and again, like you said, it can be very frustrating because the Cubs are doing an awesome job getting on base, but they're also hitting into a lot of double plays. The more you hit it make contact, the more chances you have to hit it on the ground, the more chances, especially with, the defensive alignments to, to hit into double plays. And that's where you can start to get really frustrated.
1: I remember yeah. in 2016, we'd be like 20 left on base. Like what? But we still won 14 to two because it's just everybody's always on base. If you're hitting into five double plays, at least people are on base. Um, game two, we lose six to five because Crawley jinxed it. Uh, Danny but, jinxed
3: it. No, no. Wait, okay, and he, and he, projected, he projected it on me.
1: Yeah, no, no. Crawley jinxed it. Here's here's how Crawley jinxed it. Uh, he uh, tweets out after three innings. He tweets out like a really happy gif. <laughs> I like it a lot. Strowman with a nice, efficient thirty-nine pitches through three innings. Hashtag Cubs up three nothing. And then what happened? The, the guy's
3: rolling. Years. I mean, he's throwing. I mean, he's yeah, averaging you, thirteen pitches, thirteen in. pitches this- an inning.
1: You had to say something Jake. jigs it. Uh, Strowman ends up giving up five runs on six hits, four strikeouts, gives up that big freaking home run to – who was that that hit that? um, The number nine hitter. (laughs) Trejo. Danny Trejo.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Danny Trejo. Isn't he an actor?
1: Yeah, he's he's an actor. He always plays bad guys. Um, uh, Marcus Strowman looked so uncomfortable in that fourth inning. Like, for the dude that walks out calm as a cucumber and, or, and showing everybody. And it's the show show and blah, blah, blah. Like all of a sudden he's like marching around the mound, like d- does not fidgety.
4: Yeah. It, it felt like something weird something, happened, right? Something
3: was off. And, and the other thing I want to say, and I'm not using this as an excuse in general, it, I have, I have not been impressed with the umpiring so far more than usual. I don't know if those guys are just a little bit behind or what, but I just feel like the, the, the zones haven't been consistent. Uh, and that's the thing is that, like, you you know, and I always put up ump scorecards every day the day after the game. Uh, I just put the Cubs one up. Uh, but ump scorecards has all the ump scorecards. And it, it's, uh, you know, one of those things where you're taking a look at it and you don't worry about much about accuracy as you do about consistency. Would you like an accurate strike zone? Sure, everybody. Of course you'd like an accurate strike zone. But when you have one that's inconsistent all the time, that's where it gets to be a pain in the ass, where you can't tell what's a strike versus not a strike. from Consistency pitch to pitch. is
4: consistency is more important than accuracy, honestly, okay. because it could be if, if you're gonna if the ball's out of the zone, but it's a strike all day. At some point, somebody is going to do it. Um, but here's a thought: like in Denver, mushrooms are legal. Is it possible that Stroh was just having a night on Friday and then all of a sudden it kicked back in right before he went out in the fourth? He started sweating and now (laughs) (laughs) it it ran back up again.
1: Um, Even though we lost, I did have fun uh, listening to that game uh, or watching that game and then listening to it because our man Artie Boucher was in the stands at Coors Fields, calling the game on ColorCast, so we could hear all the in-between inning stuff, we could hear all the crowd sounds, and it sounded great with him just on an iPhone 6, on (laughs) speakerphone. That's what he had. I was like, what are you on? I'm like, what kind of internet? He's like, actually, I'm on my own phone internet. I'm like, I don't know if this would work by Wrigley, but it's working in Colorado, so... Uh, uh Crawley and I are gonna try it tomorrow night, I think. We're gonna try to color cast out a uh and, and do our own call of the game. Like for better or for worse, we're just here to experiment. So um if you don't have color cast, download it and uh follow the Sun Ransom show and you can hear us instead of the Hall of Fame <laughs> broadcaster Pat Hughes. Um and uh <laughs> former all-star Ron Cooper, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, we I I listened to this game at the end of it. But Todd Emmons and David Elliott came on and we had a great time just even being in the game because uh, all these games, the Cubs were in and they, they, and I'll get to the next game, but they, they fought back in uh, the third game, even though they were down big, but in this game, like you're only a couple big hits away. Like Cubs have bases loaded, Wilson Contreras, like you're talking about the umpiring. Gets kind of hosed on that high strike call. Yep,
3: but it was the second pitch, especially.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because the third one was a strike. The one that he actually struck out on was the a one
3: strike. that he struck out. Yeah, and and I think what people are frustrated with is is man, you got to make the adjustment to the zone. That if he's going to call the second pitch a strike, he's not going to give you that third pitch.
1: Which is what's driving me nuts about Wilson right now, Mister. He's the new Clerch. He is Mister Solo Shot. He's just padding his own numbers, seeing what he can do. But when the chips are down, then the moment is too big for him. No, I mean, that's what I'm seeing, right? So far this year, small sample size, meatball cup fan opinion, is that Wilson Contreras, he's too – he's running too hot for those moments. He cannot calm his nerves. He's taken, you know, the ball – I mean, the ball's letter high. And even if it is a ball. Hit it. You can it's, You're Wilson fucking Contreras. Say Suzuki's
3: doing that. It's it's frustrating because you know, especially the, I think it was today, Say Suzuki, there was a bad call on a walk and he didn't swing. Uh, and I, it, it was a strikeout. They, he struck out, but it wasn't a strike. It was a bullshit call. It's hard because as fans, we get mad when they swing out of the zone. What are you swinging at? And then when all of a sudden the ump show screws them over, then we're like, why didn't you swing? It's it's look you you know it it's a tough.
4: Well, I tough mean, there. what do you? There's, there's a difference the between the ball in the dirt and yeah. and the ball on the line that I'm you're not, not saying at. that.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying that at a ball like an inch outside the zone. I'm talking <laughs> about like a Javier Baez, the things in the other b- batter's box, and he just sells out for it.
3: I was just looking again at, when when you're looking at that call with Wilson, you, you should make the adjustment. The trouble was the first one was borderline, the second one wasn't even close. And then the third one he got he got rung up on, and that you know again that, that one was a close one too. So it just, I think sometimes there's a level of frustration that comes into it because you're sitting there as a as a as a player, and especially as a catcher, you know what I mean. You're talking, you're working the ump the whole game. You know what the zone is based on what you're doing. I think with catchers it's a little bit harder than other players because like okay Wilson's like okay this is the zone I I got it I got it, and then all of a sudden he gets calls and it's like. You know, it's the classic catcher. Well, shit, dude, if you're going to call me out on that, you better give my pitcher those same fucking strikes. And I think that with Wilson, he was just kind of like, sometimes, especially obviously in baseball more than other sports, you you can't let the last pitch affect the next one. And I think he did that. I think he was still thinking about that second pitch and he was pissed off and he just, what, his head wasn't right into it with you're that third
1: pitch. Completely agree, which is why I'm like, come on, Wilson. Like this is why people don't like you. This is why the Cubs don't want you anymore. No, this is why
4: they're they're in the middle. I mean, th- this dude probably has a ton of shit going on in his head because he's in the middle of like they're they're doing arbitration. You know, like he's still in the middle of that, isn't he? That hasn't been no, he, settled. What
1: does He have to do nothing. He just got no.
4: Re- but it's like you no, know, your not. your your team is your 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 fucking ownership. Won't give you the extra one million dollars to be the uh, to be a top three catcher in this fucking league, you know. And and he's pressing. I think. I think there might be something there where he's like, I have to be the best, you know, Danny. I think he might have something going, like what you're saying, with in his head. But the fucking rickets are not making this any easier on him. The same way last season. All those players were fucking struggling until they left the Cubs because they were just they they were just waiting for the fucking shoe to drop. They're just yes. waiting to get sent away,
1: feeling disrespected on prove it deals. Yeah. Um, you know, but I I I did blame Crawley for the jinx in this game, but it truly was my fault because I had uh, tweeted out earlier in the day. That Marcus Stroman had a 164 ERA and had never allowed a home. Run <laughs> and,
3: and, and we talked about it on the show too, like the preview. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, and so that's reversion to the mean crap. And it's, it, it, sometimes you'll have a situation like VR, who just
4: owned, uh, what's his name, Freeland. You, you oh. were on top yeah. of that. You said last week that he was going to fucking have a, a, a weekend and he, fucking did like yeah. he was a superstar
1: but he could also go 0 for 12 and still be batting you know what i mean like that's what i'm saying like the dude has such but it, that's not what happened he just like vr's on fire like he's he's the only cub that
4: came to play like i'm i'm really interested wait, 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 well, no, wait no, no. a second we wait, wait sec. no, mean he's no the only all the cubs team came, team came team to play wisdom up. showed up wisdom Swindell showed
3: up, showed up. Suzuki yeah. hasn't stopped showing up. Yeah,
4: yeah. Wisdom uh, showed up with five doubles over four days. That's Nicky Nick magical. magical.
3: Yeah, Nicky, <laughs> th-
1: Nicky uh Nicky two outs or what? Uh, two <laughs>
4: <starts>. <laughs> uh, Man, the Cubs
3: actually, like I said, it literally what it, what it came. You're talking about every game here. You know, the the first game they they won five to two. They were winning the second game. I mean, it looked like they had it, and then they only lost six to five. The third game, which we'll get to, even then, they still had a chance to win it. Yeah. At well, the actually,
4: end. let's just go to it now. Yeah, we, we don't need to stick six. on that, that second yeah, we game anymore.
1: Yeah, we lost it six to nine.
4: Nice. Not nice. Oh, wait. That feels weird.
1: Yeah. But, and but we climbed back <laughs> into that. And really, this one is like, uh, why did Mark Leiter Jr. join this team? Like, what was the point of that? Like,
4: he came <laughs> out, he was <laughs> terrible. Three did they out. think his dad was Al? Did they like? Did they get the wrong lighter? But Mark Leiter was a good. His dad was actually a good
1: pitcher too. I looked it all up. <laughs> yeah, his dad was a good pitcher. His uncle was an even better pitcher. They own a pitching, uh, coaching situation in New Jersey, and he goes out there like, how are they going to sell any pitching lessons after this outing? I so don't, I don't
3: it's know. He, you know the funny thing about Coors is it's a tough place to pitch, especially if you're not an overpowering guy and you well, use you- Right, and, and if you re, if you rely a lot on breaking and curve and sliders, it's just a really damn tough place to play. And you and you saw um, Ethan Roberts, uh, who looked so good at Wrigley, all this you know had one of the, the you know pitching ninja was like going crazy about his slider and stuff. It just didn't have the same movement out there. And Leiter started out good, and then that carriage turned back into a pumpkin, and it is what it is. But he's just a, he's a depth piece. This is what he's here for is a TBD, and you plug him in, and you hope to God that he kind of just goes on a nice run for the day. And he's
4: no longer here.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, (laughs) if the Cubs had, like, this is what's frustrating to me. The Cubs have no fourth starter. So you got to bring this dude up, right? So if you have even a decent fourth starter, you win this game because you climb back into this thing in Colorado. If you have even a guy that can, like, only give up four runs instead of seven, you win the game. So yeah. these are all ended up in the L column because they're not trying. And then I'm like, it's that situation like in the major league when every win against uh, what you're supposed to do. Because this team wasn't supposed to win, but you put it together like it is and they can. Well,
3: Wade, yeah. Miley, Wade, Wade Miley is is injured, obviously. Uh, you have uh, Alec Mills is injured. You have uh, Albert Elzlies injured. You got a lot of guys before you had to get to lighter. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's where we are.
1: Some of these were known knowns you know. They, what I'm saying is other teams that are going for it, they're like, oh, crap, we need somebody else. Let's go get somebody else. And we're not doing that. We're just sitting there at in the middle of the league payroll-wise and not that there's anybody to get by the way either because we that chip has sailed at this point. Now well, got- and and we're
4: sitting we're sitting in the middle of the standings too. I mean, it's it's a 500 team. I mean, we were 500 yesterday, we're one game over now. Yeah, like yeah. we were we were one game over after Pittsburgh, we're one game over after uh you know, it, it that's how it's been. You know, what one game over after Brewers, one game over after Pittsburgh, one game over after uh Rockies. Um we may end the season one game over, and that will be a fucking success. Well, <laughs> that will be just just for the record, though. I mean, the Cubs have a really, really tough
3: April into early May schedule. So if you're going here, you have the Brewers, playoff team. Pirates for only two, not a playoff team. Rockies were not a playoff team, but then you got Pirates the, Rays have the or- same record as the Cubs right now, though. Right and you got Tampa Bay who is a playoff team, you got the Braves, you got another set with the Brewers, you got the White Sox. So you're facing a lot of good teams and Colorado at home is never easy. Even when they're when they're shitty, they're still somehow good good at home. They're just awful on the road.
4: Yeah. So okay. uh, well, let's get out of the the 6-9 win loss One thing lost. I
3: do want to put and it's the frustrating thing is in that inning uh, one of the big rallies happened when uh, KB hit a ground ball that should have been a double play, and Madrigal was kind of slow on that. Yeah, no, and that frustrated early. me because one thing we've always known as the Cubs is Chris Bryant always hustles down the line, and he's a great base runner with long strides.
1: Yeah, and that would have been the third out and got, gotten gotten um, Stroman out of the inning at that point, and it didn't happen. So, I mean, we're gonna. That's what I'm saying. It's like an upgrade at every position makes some of this stuff go different. Because if I zoom out even a little bit, you're looking at a a 500 road trip, which, you know, the old adage, uh, you know, go 500 on the road, win two or three at home, and now you're a playoff team. And then you roll the dice. But uh, in in reality, though, uh, beat the fucking Pirates. uh, What does the 2016 Cubs do? They go, what, six and one on this road trip or how many pl- games we've played? Uh, six games. They go, yes, five and one. they go five and one on this road trip, if not six and oh. Good, great teams do better than what we saw. Great team. Right.
4: Well, of- we know this isn't a great team.
1: Right. But I'm saying, like, we know what it would take to do it. And it's not that much. Like, you just need – you needed to buy a $10 million starter – in the in the off season and you didn't do it
4: yeah well i mean they did and it was miley and this dude didn't but you had no this experience. this dude didn't he didn't pick up a baseball until like february 1st and he's been i don't know fucking drinking all
1: yeah, no, all he, winter miley, just like picked up a baseball only to throw it through his television set when he got to <laughs> something that he heard on fox news um yeah. And uh, I got to point out too that Jay Hay is off to a great start. And
4: I Yeah, I posted that in there. I've got his numbers. He's at, uh, where's he at? Um, 333, 400, 444. He's got two walks, five strikeouts, an 844 OPS. This is what we, if, if he did this, all, I mean, he's not going to do this. He can actually drop 50 points. In his batting average, and it's going to be a super successful year for him in in the way that he's played for the Cubs.
3: One thing that had me confused the entire series was why all of a sudden are we hitting say a sixth or seventh?
1: Yeah, it's insane.
3: Like the guy literally like does nothing other than he's he's, he's ridiculously gives gives you ridiculously good at bats. He walks like crazy. He he hits for power. He you know he he gets he's he has regular hit. just he does everything offensively and and he's down in the bottom of the order.
1: Yeah, he's your number 3 hitter today he uh hit 5th. But he yeah, he's been hitting down in the lineup 6th uh, In and game 3 uh he hit 6th and that was the one that really had everybody's head scratched. Uh and then uh he did not play. It well he did to he took a walk and he he took over for Hayward. Like we didn't even talk about all the weird bench decisions in games. Oh two. my god! Yeah, that I mean, you know, in the fifth inning, I'm like, wait, I I thought that there was a DH in the NL and that this wasn't going to happen, but that lineup card was like a spring training mess of a lineup card by the end of that game. I didn't even know what David Ross was thinking.
4: This reminds me of uh, remember when uh, Joe Madden would change the order every single day. And I would always yell at him like, ah, this is like a little league lineup. Everybody gets a chance to hit fourth. You know, that's what's going on right now. Everybody gets a chance to play. We're going to empty the bench every fucking game that we can just so everybody gets a chance to get out there and, you know, get a swing of the bat so that their parents can fucking see them before they go home.
1: But it was a great game today. I I really enjoyed uh, watching this one, even though I – didn't pay complete attention to it the, the whole time because I was doing Easter stuff, but, uh, just seeing how that, uh, well, I'll, I'll put up the box score here. Uh, you know, Cubs were I think leading in most of these games, if not all of them, right. So,
3: right.
4: They were, they yeah, were they, around. they were up one nothing in the one that they got kind of blown out in.
1: Yeah. But, uh, you know, they 13 hits today, you know, they just, they came out swinging, uh, I just I just like their overall kind of get on base, keep it keep the line moving approach uh that they put out today and then good things can happen when you let I don't know the, give yourself the opportunity to let them happen.
4: Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. You you know, and and the way that they're hitting, they're slapping them around, they're they're finding holes. Uh you know, and Coomer was actually talking I was listening on the radio Uh, So I couldn't see what was going on, but he was talking about a couple of the Rockies guys about how uh, people are going opposite field all of a sudden, you know, it took four years of these extreme shifts or whatever, but now teams are really starting to go opposite field. And if that's true, if, if what, if he's, what he's seeing is real, that's, that's great. And all of this kvetching we've had over the shift, yeah can maybe go away. But uh, uh, I saw you just popped up there. The Suzuki should be batting second. I kind of feel like Suzuki's a third guy. I don't know who Pacific 414 wants in the number three spot if Suzuki's in two. Probably
1: where you put him.
3: I put, I like him in five. I think five is the best for him. He's a, he's a guy that doesn't hit for a ton of power. Like, I don't want to say, I don't know, maybe he does hit for a ton of power. It's still early yeah, on. Or Homer, so far. I, I, just, I just like to, have, I mean, I power. would probably say maybe, I bet him third, I would say. Third but, is where I yeah, put him.
4: See, I was feeling third because he's at least, he, he makes good contact or takes the walk or whatever. So if you get either one of the first two guys, hopefully both of them on, then he's going to drive somebody in. That seems to be. Every chance he gets, he's he's clutch. The, he's bringing the, the other win. trick
3: is with any of your you, with your you want whoever your three best hitters are. You want them to have the most at bats. How do you do that? You make sure that they get in there in the first three spots in the lineup.
4: So who are we? But here's the thing, though. He could be it too because I don't know who the fuck the number two is. I don't know who the number one is. They keep yeah. putting the DH up there, and the DH fucking sucks. This team doesn't know what they're oh, doing with well, it.
1: Well, we'll get to that. After oh yeah. After our commercial break, uh, Michael's going to come back with the dh meter. We're going to take a look at what's been happening with the DH spot in the Major League since it's come to the National League. But
4: this team, unlike a lot of the teams in the past where it really did feel like you knew who should be the 2, the 3, the 4, the 5, you know, like you really had a good feel for it. I honestly, I don't know who should be hitting where really other than Suzuki. I think Suzuki needs to be in the top three. Uh, I'm not completely against the number two, like Pacific 414 said, but I just feel personally like three is better for him. But yeah, it's, it's a weird order right now. Everybody seems to be about the same hitter, but because they don't strike out as much as the last team did, it feels like anybody can play anywhere.
1: Well, it really depends on uh, who you're going against. I think they're really trying to play the matchups, and uh, they we're brew we're uh, Craig counseling the entire situation,
4: and and this is the type of team you do that with, right? The old teams that we had with the 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 good core that we all loved. That's the team that really should have had a much stronger. Uh, like this is where everybody hits. But you're right, this team, because we don't know and because we're trying to just eke out wins everywhere, it is kind of you make it up every single day to figure out what your best matchup is.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to take a a quick commercial break and we'll be right back afterwards to complain, uh, not complain, but just let you know what's happening with the designated hitter in the major leagues. Talk about a few things happening in the MLB and then eventually we're going to preview the next series with the Rays. But, uh, Here's just a, a quick commercial. All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com sunranto where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Plus, at other Super Ranter levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sunranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts. Plus, eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sunranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a Super Ranter today. You know, tons of people take a multivitamin, including me. I take not just a multivitamin, but extra vitamin D uh, because I live in Chicago and don't get a lot of sun. And uh, I take uh, probiotics and, uh, you know, I I must take sometimes five, six pills a day, uh, especially during the winter. Vitamin C, zinc. Uh, Anyway, there's a a better solution for that. Uh, And it's one delicious scoop ...of Athletic Greens. Um, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole-food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients, and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery... Focus and aging, and it's lifestyle friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. How much do my 17,000 vitamins cost? Probably more than that. is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranzo Show is also brought to you by Colorcast. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sun Show Show's a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sun Ranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, directly after it, we, ran, we went on ColorCast... And we had a great time over there. And we just, we kept on going with the show on ColorCast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow Sun Ranto's show. Here's what you got to do, actually. Download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the baseball league. Follow Sun Ranto's show. And you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month. At the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sunranto show. So check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum to the normal podcasts that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranter show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also <laughs> you had to listen to a color cast app, uh, ad and an athletic reads ad, which the Patreon, uh, subscribers did not. So your choice in the meantime, download color Listen to us over there. It's a lot of fun. I forgot to mention at the beginning of the podcast to, uh, Hashtag chance into the chat and you could win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. Hashtag chance with a capital C. Um, so yeah, let's get into this. Uh Michael, you uh you have a, a new series that you we wanted to uh to highlight here and I made a little drop for it, so uh enjoy this.
2: <laughs> Pop it out. No, no. shit shit
1: that was <laughs> that, that was the DHO meter which in reality was just a coconut blowing up for all <laughs> the podcast listeners at home there's our DHO meter so uh how's it going in uh, dhville
4: well it's 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 going badly uh it's exactly how i expected it to be it It doesn't make any difference. I've been saying it for fucking years, but now we're going to really find out how nonsensical it is that everybody thinks this is the greatest thing in the world. First off, I've said there is no DH, right? There's no DH. In eight games, the Cubs have used four different DH uh, hitters, right? And in two of those games, they pinch hit for the DH, which... Like, Danny, you were saying earlier, why the fuck do you have a DH if you're going to pinch hit for the DH? That doesn't make any sense at all, right?
1: Why uh, is uh, Michael Hiramoseo, uh Jason Hayward's defensive replacement? Like, there's lots of
4: <laughs> questions. <laughs> about right. Why, what? <laughs> right. Jason Hayward is suddenly so good with the bat that he needs a defensive replacement. It's really yeah. weird. Well, anyway, so let's let's talk about these numbers. And by the way, We were asked by ranters to do this little segment, the DHO meter, and I'm more than happy to see what happens this year. But right now, the MLB DHO meter for 2022 slash line is a 214, 292, 348. That's a 640 OPS, okay? So, I mean, that's not good. That's not this amazing thing. Uh in the the ma- major leagues nine hole, which is basically the guy that you get because you can put a DH up there, you can put some other shitty guy in there. The nine-hole hitter is hitting 206, 285, 348, and that's a 633 OPS. So the nine-hole, your worst hitter on the team for the league is almost matching what the fucking uh dh is doing which a, supposedly is the best hitter on the, in the league right
1: yeah but still better than
4: a pitcher it's better than a pitcher but not much
1: even better than three finger brown
4: right not much so uh you know so let's look at the 2021 nine hole right because it's really the the ninth position That's getting replaced. It's not pitchers. And because the pitchers only hit twice. And then they get a pinch hitter in there. And they keep switching things out. So we have a 166, 229, 259 for a 485 OPS in the 2021 ninth spot. And those are bad numbers. I totally agree. But the Cubs DH-O-Meter for this season is 130 and this is through yesterday. 133, 235, 233 for a 469. Nice. OPS. So like the fucking 2021 9 nine hole is doing better than the Cubs DH right now. <laughs> and the Cubs ninth hitter right now is hitting 172, 172, 276 for a 448 OPS. Which is a better batting average and just doesn't have the power or the you know or the walks really. No, it actually has more power, but just not the walks. That's where the issue is. But it's it's comparable. The Cubs DH is comparable to the Cubs ninth hole. And this is the position that all the Cubs fans were wanting for years, and I have been saying for all of those same years, it's not gonna make a big difference. You're not going to see you.
1: I've this never heard different you say that one time. You're making this up.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so, but that is the DHO meter for this week. We will check in maybe in a couple of weeks. We're not going to do this every single time. So,
1: so uh, moves, roster moves. There were a few. Uh, Mark Lanner Jr. came up, and then there were a flurry of other moves. Uh, and Alfonso Rivas was sent to Iowa uh, to make room on the 28-man roster, which is soon to be a thing of the past. Uh, Corey Abbott got DFA'd to make room for uh, Locke St. John, uh, and Greg Dykeman was DFA'd. I, I, I haven't heard anything since then. If uh, they've been picked up on waivers, anybody hear anything?
3: Not yet, but I think Corey Abbott was really the one that's uh, kind of shocked people there Um you know, it looked like he was going to get the start against Colorado. And uh, next thing you know, he's DFA'd. So kind of a tough break. Hopefully they I hopefully they know what they're doing. But, uh, you know, yeah, I'm sure someone's going to pick up Corey Abbott for sure.
4: Yeah, well, didn't Locke St. John get DFA'd? And then they re-signed him to minor league, and now they're bringing him up again? Or am I thinking of somebody else?
1: Yeah, no, he went away for a while. You're right, there was something there that it was like, a Procedural, co- but this was a procedural contract thing too, because I think Locke St. John had to be added to the 40 man roster by a certain date. Like, that's a very common thing for guys that have a cool name, like Locke St. John. <laughs> <laughs> Other guys don't get that kind of uh, consideration, but Lock- he's like,
4: if, the, if I'm not on the 40 man by April 17th, I'm going back to porn
1: the the the, <laughs> the 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 person that I was a little bit surprised about and he didn't, well, he wasn't getting the at bats. Cause like he's a first baseman is Alfonso Rivas. You know, it's like that's that in, on an old baseball team, that's your lefty dude off the bench who could come on and get on base, take the walk, get the base hit, you know, do what he needs to do to get on the base. And, um, now he's he's gone, and it's and I know we we're gonna go down to the what twenty
4: six now. Yeah, it's twenty six. That changed last year. They went from a twenty five to a twenty six, but now you can only bring up like three players in September call ups.
1: Yeah, so it's it it's not an embarrassment of riches. It's an it's like an embarrassment of non riches. <laughs> like we have too many middling players that some on the periphery. These are all periphery guys anyway, and so they end up peripherizing very easily. Um
4: it's like when you're playing cards and you've got like uh, a pair a pair of sevens. <laughs> I can beat some people but not I can't really count on it.
1: Yeah. Um so uh the Javier Baez extension that was talked about this week I mean, what the ship has sailed. It's weird. Right. No, it, it,
3: it, it, it's just here's the thing. And, and and Chris Bryant was really funny actually when they were talking to him because you know all the press gathers around him when the when the first game is about to start. He's like, "All right, guys, at some point in time, we don't have to do like a press conference every time I play the Cubs." And so you know some yeah, of this you stuff. Do.
1: You played some <laughs> Cubs once.
3: <laughs> at some point in time, it, you you move on. It, it's not. We did the whole thing where everyone cheered and everyone cried for him. And then now, you know, you you saw him play in Colorado. But, you you know, how many times does that have to happen is is a realistic question. And then the same thing with Javi Baez. We know a lot of this stuff we know. He thought it was going to happen. He gets asked about it, and that's fine. It, It was really close. The pandemic happened. Shit went crazy. And then he didn't have that great of a twenty twenty to begin with, and and that's kind of where we saw ourselves.
1: The interesting thing to me is the fight between Cubs fans right now about whether we want to be sad about it or allowed or allowed to be sad about it. I saw um, our our good friend Cubs Zone, he just keeps tweeting out about what the former Cubs are doing, and people are like, "Let it go, dude. They're not on the team anymore." And other people are like, no, they're great forever. And it's, it's a weird place we are as fans right now where you have respect. Joe Kilgallen, I think, has the right attitude on it. If you've seen what he's been tweeting about, he's like, no, you can have both thoughts. You respect the past. You cheer for the present. And you dream of the future, you know, like right, it's not, not so
3: hard, hard, but I mean, the easiest way to look at it is, is, is those guys are heroes for the rest of their lives. I don't care who it is. It's, it's the same, like I said, same We're thing as the roughly. 85 bears, they're heroes for the rest of your life. But at the same time, I don't watch Anthony Rizzo's at bats or Javi Baez or Chris Bryant's if they're not playing the Cubs. Um, if I'm playing them, then there's obviously you're watching them and, and, and that, but I don't, It's not something that's on my radar 100% of the time. I'm more focused on uh, the minor league Cubs and and what's on this team and trying to kind of figure out how these puzzle pieces are going to start fitting together. I wish, you know, I thought it was probably the greatest five- to six-year run in modern Cub history, what we witnessed. Um, When you talk about Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo, those are legends. They are legends forever. And what they did will create memories forever. But that ship has sailed it, it but again, you don't you don't have to obsess over it, but you don't have to be like booing I'm not, I'm never gonna boo those guys. Never.
4: So Yeah. No and, and I'm I'm with you on I'm not super interested Well, I can tell you I don't think I'll ever turn on a game because Chris Bryant's played in it. It's just right. he doesn't he doesn't excite me in any way. Uh I loved Rizzo for a long time, so I would take a minute if you know he was at he was batting or whatever. I'd see him. Uh, Javi, on the other hand, yeah. I'll pay attention to some fucking Tigers oh. games because Javi Baez is a goddamn exciting player. Yeah. Oh, it's 6-5 to, to at a
1: Tigers game do, in the 8th. I'll turn that game on, yeah. And,
4: and Danny, do you want to hit the drop? And we'll just do this right now since we're already talking about uh, these guys. And we'll Where just run. Now? Yeah, I'll just run through it real fast. Sure.
2: Where are they now?
1: Okay, what, such old players now in that in that video. <laughs> Zach Davies is in there. I'm like, why? What? How did he make it?
4: Yeah. Um, no. So we are not. I mean, we just said, you know, you, you, we don't need to be worried about this all the time, and we're not going to do this like we did last year all the time. But we did just play KB. We saw what he could do. Um, it wasn't overly impressive. I, I was not blown away by KB in his performance this weekend. And um so we looked through the numbers, Javi unfortunately uh is going to Illinois. So that sucks because he got hurt in the walk-off celebration. <laughs> Somebody hurt him when they're jumping around, which I always Do you guys ever worry about that when you see the walk-off celebrations and shit like can. that?
1: No, I I wouldn't be able to walk for a week if I was participating in one of those.
4: And it's, it's, a it's, it's, I mean, granted, it was, it was opening day. So maybe it's a little bit, but sometimes it's like a, a game in May and these guys get fucking crazy about it. And I, I really worried. anyway. Uh, so Javi has played the least amount of games. He's played five games. He's slashing 316, 350, 526 for an 857 OPS, which is great. Uh, he's got a 157 OPS plus. He's got a home run four RBI, a walk. Javi Baez has a walk in five games, people. And he's only struck out four times. Now, it is only five games, but it's four times, which, I don't know, he could do that in one game. We've seen it a number of times. Uh, So we go to KB. Uh, This is with eight games because I didn't get today in there. Uh, 344, 371, 438 for an 809 OPS. And honestly, this is the lowest of these three right now. He's got a 121 OPS plus. So yes, he's quite a bit better than the average player, but that's zero home runs, three RBI, two walks, six strikeouts. So he's not lighting the world on fire here. Uh, you know, and then the final is the captain. Anthony Rizzo has played nine games, two nineteen he is almost 100 points lower than Javi Baez in batting average. But he's got a 390 on-base percentage. This is what we were talking about last show, like with Rizzo just always being a a productive at bat, regardless of of whether it's an out or whatever. But 390 on-base percentage, 530 slugging, 921 OPS, 169. Nice. OPS plus three home runs, eight RBI, five walks, six strikeouts. Well, I,
1: I don't, I don't want to dwell on it, but like with any of these guys in the middle of your lineup, instead of one of the, whoever they're replacing, whether it be Frank Schwindel or Nico Horner or whoever the hell else they would be replacing. That's better than what our guy's doing.
4: So well, maybe
1: you have one more win. That's all. The only,
4: the only caveat I put in there with the Rizzo numbers, he's playing at Yankee Stadium now, and that right field porch Dang. is bullshit. That that shouldn't even be legal. So that's going to help him out. He's you know they uh, Gordon talked about uh, Hall of Fame numbers from Bryant because he's playing in Colorado. What about Anthony Rizzo finishing out? At you know maybe goes five more years at uh in Yankee Stadium and just keeps fucking dumping him over that wall
1: no i think that's probably a part of why he's there so uh good news fellas uh because uh the rickets are worth so much money now and now worth even more because the cubs are are worth 4.43 billion dollars according <laughs> to some uh I mean, how did that happen? Like, wasn't it just three billion a little bit ago? No, it was under a billion. It was like nine hundred million is what the Rickets bought it for. Then it was two billion. Then it's three billion. Now it's four point point three. What
4: happened? I, you know what? In nineteen eighty nine, you could have bought the entire Earth for four point four three billion dollars. I don't know how the fuck one team is worth this.
3: So wait, what would you end up happening is a couple different things going on. Number one. One of the big differences is they have renovated the ballpark around – Wrigley and the ballpark around it. They own a lot more property than when it started. Uh, you, you have TV deals that are going up. Uh, and as much as the sport is hurting right now, the TV deals, the money keeps coming in. So they're sacrificing long-term health for short-term prosperity. The other thing is the sport books with gambling – It's making these. It's making these uh, owning a sports team more valuable.
1: I guess. I mean, it's it's weird because I I do kind of zoom out and see that why would you go to a sport book in Wrigleyville, even if it is attached to Wrigley Field? People will be attracted to that, but that's just a glorified bar. Why would you go there over just doing it on your phone?
4: That that's actually not going to be for the degenerate gamblers that that sports book is 100% about the people who just show up to the game would never make a bet any other time and they're like you know what it's right there let's walk in there before we head to our seats
3: you have uh, a lot of people that when they come home from college you know, nobody wants to go live back in the suburbs. Where do they want to go? They want to go to the city. Where do they want to go in the city? Hey, Lakeview is a great place to go. So now you have a place where you can go and hang out. And even like someone like me who lives in the suburbs, I like going down to the city for all sorts of different events. I love going to Wrigley and other things like that. So if I'm going to sit there and a bunch of my friends say, hey, let's go watch March Madness, Let's go do it by Wrigley. I mean that it, that shit happens all the time down there, Danny. You yeah. you lived around it, you, you know. saying
1: it? they're not going to make money. I'm not, I'm not going to
3: make they're hand over fist I'm money. I'm
1: saying I'm saying that it's not going to be as much as they are projecting. That makes this team now worth four billion dollars, like instead of three point two three. You know, like I'm just well.
4: What what like, Crawley is saying though that I agree with is the March Madness thing or. Whatever things that are happening off season, there's now a reason to go to Wrigley off season, you know. And I mean, you walk around there all the time. You see how empty it is in Wrigleyville. That sports book could bring another, you know, fifty percent more people just down there to hang out in that bar and and make some bets. I mean, Chris Kindle market is going to be a fucking Awesome, because, like, all the kids and the moms are going to be over there, you know, uh, buying knickknacks, and the dads are just going to be fucking dumping money on yeah. NBA and NFL games and in that sports like, store.
1: Sorry, kids, Santa couldn't <laughs> come this year.
4: <laughs> I just it's it's it
1: all in the Ricketts' pockets at the sports book.
3: Right, Gam- gambling is going to is, is you can already tell. I mean, you can't literally do anything without hearing gambling ads everywhere nonstop. It's it, it's changing the entire face of sporting entertainment. It's it's and so it, it is going to be such a huge deal. And and how many of those uh, bets are they going to be taking remote from their phone? So it's going to be a tie-in. So the Cubs are going to probably tie in with somebody. I don't know who DraftKings or one of the bajillion other different companies out there, and they're going to get a percentage of that profit.
4: Yeah, And you know what's going to be great? Because of that, they are going to have to upgrade the fucking Wi-Fi in the stadium because they have to have those so, people in so? the stadium able to make bets each inning, right? So well, it's it's going to – I mean, hey, we're all in. No, it's Bring great the work. sports book. Give me better Wi-Fi. I'll watch porn while I'm watching the game and it won't and it won't be like stopping all the time
1: well uh, speaking of porn i I know uh, a, a lot of you uh do uh kind of shopping therapy instead of uh the uh, more illicit- black arts like michael cotton and his porn.
4: So, uh, well, me and my uh my subscription to lock saint John's website <laughs> like, uh, his homie fans. So,
1: I'm going to play another commercial, and uh, it's for our StubHub uh, link and our Amazon link. Uh, Please keep using that stuff. It really helps the show out. But uh, I'm going to play the commercial, and we'll be right back with a preview of the series at Wrigley with the Rays. You know, tons of people take a multivitamin, including me. I take not just a multivitamin, but extra vitamin D uh, because I live in Chicago and don't get a lot of sun. And uh, I take uh, probiotics and, uh, you know, I I must uh, take sometimes five, six pills a day, uh, especially during the winter. Vitamin C, zinc. Uh, Anyway, there's a a better solution for that. Uh, And it's one delicious scoop. Of athletic greens. Um, You're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery focus and aging and it's lifestyle friendly adapting to a wide range of diets it contains less than one gram of sugar no gmos no chemicals or artificial anything plus it costs less than three dollars a day how much do my seventeen thousand vitamins cost probably more than that it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition especially during cold and flu season it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills like I take and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranzo Show is also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sunranto Ranto Show's a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sun Ranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, directly after it, we, were on, we went on ColorCast, and we had a great time over there. And we just, we kept on going with the show on ColorCast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow Sunranto Show. Here's what you got to do actually download the Colorcast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, join the baseball league, follow Sunranto Show, and you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month, at the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sunranto Show. So. Check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum to the normal podcast that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranto show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also, (laughs) you had to listen to a ColorCast app uh, ad and an Athletic Reads ad, which the Patreon uh, subscribers did not so, your choice. In the meantime, download Colorcast. Listen to us over there; it's a lot of fun. Today's episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink but without vowels. Sportsdrink. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Sportsdrink. This is a Cubs fan buying tickets from the Cubs. And this is a Cubs fan buying tickets through the StubHub link at sunranto.com StubHub, knowing that 4% of their ticket purchase will go to the Sunranto Show instead of into the pockets of rich corporate douchebags. Buy all your tickets through sunranto.com StubHub. Don't worry, it won't cost you a single penny extra. It don't stink to click our link. This is an Amazon shopper buying things from Amazon. And this is an Amazon shopper buying things through the links at sunranto.com slash Amazon, knowing that up to 10% of their purchase will go to the Sunranto show instead of that cocksucker Jeff Bezos, who will just use the money to go to space. Plus, if you buy all your Amazon items through sunranto.com slash Amazon, you could win a monthly prize. Sunranto.com slash StubHub and Sunranto.com slash Amazon. Two great ways to support the Sunranto show while sticking it to evil corporations who suck. And it won't cost you a single penny. It don't stink to click our link. We are
4: back. Um, (laughs) Uh, Fucking Pincus. Um, so Michael Cotton is Big Dick Vin 69.
1: Oh, that's bringing it way back. Oh, my God. Know. That's like
4: five, six oh, years ago.
1: Uh, I was getting trolled with some nasty pictures uh, a bunch of years back. Yeah,
4: <laughs> Somebody sending dick pics. Yeah.
1: No, no, no. Nobody should ever bring that up again. I, I'm I, pretty I,
4: sure I it was broke. Vin Scully, though. That's That was the weird part.
1: I just threw up in my mouth. Um <laughs> So this is the Cubs first interleague series. Uh the Rays who are coming to town now, they've been playing the White Sox. It hasn't been going uh very well for them, although they did win today 9 to 3. Um but they didn't win before that and um they've they lost what like four straight to Oakland and the White Sox before the win tonight. Um, Right now, I, and this is not including today's stats, but the Cubs are fifth in OPS, which kind of is in a surprise because uh, the Cubs have been hitting the baseball. Uh, they're better than the Rays. The Rays are just above league average with that 705 OPS. And uh, the Rays and Cubs, neither team are, is really hitting home runs compared to other teams uh 7 and 6 respectively that was as of this morning but the cubs have two more now um and uh the cubs you know here's the thing the I, when i was looking up, up the offensive offensive stats today one stolen base for the cubs but they've been caught three times that was this morning when i looked it up It's so like so, so yeah, you saying sure.
4: there's one, a cheat
1: no, I'm saying there's a chance that <laughs> you we should not run. You know, it, I think you have a better chance at this point letting the guy behind you get a base hit than it is to letting them try to steal a base and then get the base hit and get the run. You know what I mean? Like, if right. you get a it, single with two outs, like, it doesn't make sense to let that guy run.
4: And it, it, And it if I remember, wasn't it Wilson... Wasn't it Wilson Contreras that got that stolen base? Didn't he do the, the Javi kind of swim move and get in like your one stolen base is your catcher.
3: Yeah, he did have it. That's I don't know. I, I don't know if it was <laughs> completely a swim move, but something similar.
4: It was, it was, yeah, you're right. It was more like treading water, but he made yeah. it in,
3: made it in,
1: uh, but their relievers. I mean, this is pretty typical of the Rays. uh, I'll just dig into their bullpen. That's an awkward transition, but 14th in ERA in the major leagues, and but they have logged the most innings of any team's uh uh, pitchers uh, out of the bullpen, which would make some kind of sense because they're the Rays and they don't have guys that can go very long at the beginning of the game. They just
4: have a bunch of relievers. Even Um, even if they did, they wouldn't allow them to. This is the team that pulled their fucking ace just dealing in the middle of the World Series.
1: Yeah. Uh, So uh, the weather is going to suck. Crawley, uh, we're going to the game tomorrow, and you you realize it's going to be ass out there. (laughs) 43 (laughs) degrees uh, high on Monday the 18th of April. Uh,
4: 36 low. At least it'll be 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 wet. 38%
1: Thirty-eight percent chance of rain slash snow. Ready for this? Um, Tuesday, not much better. Also a night game. Forty-seven degrees. Not gonna rain. Probably gonna rain on Wednesday. Warms up a little bit. The and so the Rays series is gonna be just terrible, just terrible. And then the Pirates come to town on Thursday, where it's finally nice. I got some bleacher tickets for this game. 64 degrees, except for the game at night, so it's going to be more in the 50s, and then...
3: I'll be there, too.
1: Friday, it's going to rain all day, is what is predicted, and that's a day game against the Pirates as well, so it's not looking good, but game one, uh, we'll be calling on ColorCast, so download the ColorCast app, follow the Sun Ranto Show, and somehow, we're going to... we're trying new things. We're going to Try to call the game. on color cast. Artie Boucher did a great job. We're gonna do it. Where Shane,
4: where are you guys sitting tomorrow? Crawleyland. <laughs>
1: we'll move around because you know we, we got to do a little bit of like in honor uh, Harry Carey.
4: We got okay. Well, it. I'm just wondering how well you're gonna be able to call these pitches. Like uh, that looked like a strike to me. <laughs>
3: well, the good thing is, is the old school scoreboard. The guys still they relay it quick, and then you know we can we can mm-hmm. look it up and kind of work it as it goes and pretend like we knew what it was. Yeah. Plus, we're a bit ahead of you guys, so it will a little seem like we were totally on it.
1: I was a full pitch ahead with Artie when he was doing it in Colorado. When I, I was listening to the game, and Artie was a full pitch ahead, and maybe, maybe it's the future. Maybe we are the ones that call the famous final next last out of the season when the Cubs win the World, <laughs> <laughs> World <laughs> Series.
4: We'll the be the final last, next last.
2: Len out. Casper
3: left his job just so he could do it, and we're going to steal his thunder. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Led Casper. Oh, all right. Well Shane, Shane McClanahan, uh the twenty four year old lefty is going up against Kyle Hendricks.
4: I can't wait night. to see what he does in the batter's box. Oh. Wait, no yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah, that's we don't uh, get that anymore.
1: Well, he's uh, a twenty sixth rounder, uh p- picked by the Mets in twenty fifteen. He's pitched nine innings in two games in 2022 and given up three runs. He went 85 pitches last time. I think you'll probably see about the same thing next time. Only three Cubs have seen him and nobody's done shit. Uh, Kyle, oh man, Kyle Hendricks, dude, he sucked. He sucked on the road. Road Hendricks. We forgot about Road Hendricks. Yep, and how- Road Hendricks. Hendricks. And uh, home Hendricks is way better than road Hendr- Hendricks, and it's
4: and it's going to be cold, you know. So that yeah. works in his favor.
1: Yeah, because his soul is cold, and not a lot of the uh, <laughs> Rays have seen Kyle, but uh, some of them have. Francisco Mejia has a home run. Uh, then in game two, we got lefty Josh Fleming.
4: Ooh, I can't wait oh. to see him bat.
1: No, nope, oh. not going to happen. Uh, Single baller. It. He's got a slider, uh, a diving sinker. He's what they call a worm killer, ground ball pitcher. Um, I love that phrase. (laughs) I'm going to get it going. Nobody uses it enough. You know what I mean? The the worm killer. We used to use
4: the worm burner. Yeah, worm worm burner is what I heard. Yeah, worm burner. Yeah, worm burner.
1: Well, he's going against lefty Justin Steele, who's been great. Uh, We already talked about him. Uh, 80 pitches last time. Rays have never seen him. Game three, uh, we're going to do a uh, color cast slash post-game show that night to fulfill our contractual obligations with the color cast people and also keep giving you content. Um,
4: And that'll be uh, fun.
1: It
4: it it really will be.
1: That's old school son ranto. That'll be late night. Yeah. Yeah going to be that late, nine thirty, like old man. Um, Drew Rasmussen versus Marcus Stroman in the finale. Uh, Rasmussen, he was with Milwaukee. I don't know if you guys remember that. We didn't face him that much, though. Uh, Willie is like the only one that I even saw him. He's one for one with a walk. Um, but uh, he was with Milwaukee in twenty 2020 and twenty twenty and twenty twenty one, which is. He was one of uh, the, uh, the the arsenal of uh, Craig Council's bullshit that he plays. Right. He's one of those guys that came out and d- did some shit to us because he has a 97 mile per hour, per hour fastball. So he's hung around, uh, but he mostly relies on his 87 mile per hour slider. So that plays, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like his number one pitch is a, is the slider that he goes. Yeah, to the
4: the. the the fastball's actually a changeup in that situation.
1: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, weirdly enough.
4: Yeah, when you're pitching backwards that way.
1: So when he's going against Dro. So I mean I don't know, like where, how how you guys feeling about this? Like we just split, Cubs coming back.
3: Like this one uh, it's it's tough because hey, you hold got
1: on. Hold, on, hold on, hold on.
5: Today we're gonna talk about taking erectile temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes.
1: (laughs) Now you can tell me how you feel after your temperature is being taken.
3: I'm hoping that uh, the Cubs take two out of three. That's kind of what I'm feeling. But Tampa's a really good team. They've kind of, you know, obviously they ran into that juggernaut over on the south side and we'll see what happens. Hopefully the Cubs come back and a little home cooking will
4: get them through this, but uh, it's not going to be easy. Yeah, I'm I'm going straight up sweep. Sweep and I want the Cubs to just whip the living shit out like blowouts every night and let the Rickets know that if you're gonna play this fucking bullshit draft, don't re-sign, have a bunch of fucking low paid players on your team, it actually doesn't work. So well, you better
1: be willing to add. Otherwise the the real fans are gonna get frustrated. When you're like, no, it's a two-year rebuild, you're like, no, you've got guys now, build around, let's go.
4: This is just my most hated team right now, is the Rays. Only because everybody wants to fucking love on them because they're like, well, they have this low. you know, they don't pay very much, and yet they can still make the playoffs and challenge for the East, and they were in the World Series. Yeah, they fucking lost the World Series. You know, like, and they didn't make the playoffs. Like, they're not it's it's not a sustainable practice the way that they do it and it really drives me nuts that every like the the baseball press wants to make it about this is the new way that you should be trying to do it when you shouldn't you should be doing it like the fucking Dodgers do which is just every fucking person in their organization seems to be good and then they pay everybody that they want to
1: they got a backup to the backup and we yeah. i'm saying we we don't need to be a 500 team like $50 million makes this team, this Cubs team a lot different. And I think that most people could agree on that. Like add like four or five, $10 million players and you've got yourself a team. Fortunately, we didn't do that in the off season. So we don't have a backup to the back. We don't even have a fourth starter. So, um, all right, let's move on announcements. um, Leisure Bum Band booked, done deal. Five twenty one, May twenty first. Output post game Saturday after the Diamondbacks. Be there or be square. Um,
4: Ooh, good so, chance that's going to be a win too because the Diamondbacks sick.
1: But no, that's why I do it that way. I'm like, we'll only <laughs> so we win, and then everybody's feeling good because it's uh, you don't want to play gig after. And Crawley, I'm guessing that Strowman sold out.
3: It's getting close. So if you haven't gotten tickets, it's really – I have to check with Stuart McVicker, but we'll double check. But it's, it moved. That opening was huge that we had, and people are really excited. I want to say and we got 150 out of 200 sold, If i am if I'm a gambling man. Last yeah. I checked.
1: So a few tickets left, and you get a – a ton. You get a, a baseball. You get all you can
3: eat, all you can drink. You get a swag bag with items from Club Four Hundred, The Lost Boys, and uh, doesn't matter heart. Along with a autographed Mark and Strowman baseball on a Rowling's official baseball. You get a QA and a 30 minutes with me running it. You got Danny Rocket playing some music. You have John Benedict Cubs organist playing music. You have David Booth. You have a magician. You get a, a high-def picture with Marcus Stroman, um, of you and Marcus Stroman. Uh, what else is going on? We got uh, Jim and Justin for After Hours from the modern-day Romeos. Uh, it's going to be uh, Ray Burris from the Cubs, from the 70s Cubs is going to be there. And there's just a lot of people, a lot of things, and, and we're still going.
1: Yeah, no. It's it's going to be an awesome freaking night, and all we can hope for is that it does not rain. <laughs> that's a, yeah. that's all. I mean, it's going to be an incredible night, it, as long as it doesn't rain. And even when it does rain, <laughs> we end up inside, like, uh, and it, having a great time, even a better time sometimes. So even if it rains, it's it's bad for the the uh, people that throw the party, but it's great. <laughs> For the, oh, yeah. the people like us Because we're all stuck in a smaller situation And the party's better I'm just saying like Rain or shine, it's going to be an awesome time And all I'm saying
3: Absolutely, Absolutely.
1: <laughs> so, um, uh, Alright, TFC it out uh, Let's finish the show um,
4: Yeah, okay. I have one
1: Alright, uh, go ahead
4: Okay Let me get to it here uh, this, so this one actually comes from uh, the article in the, on The Athletic from Sahad Sharma, who interviewed my TFC this week, Chris Bryant. Here's the quote. Honestly, I think it would be a disservice to the fans, Bryant said. Everybody that was there, people want to see them move on and see some new guys to root for, like Frank and Wisdom. There's nothing wrong with that. That's one of the great things about Chicago, the fans and their ability to get super passionate behind their players. I'm glad they have some new guys to cheer on. Okay. That's some fucking high level shade right there. Like everybody wants, like nobody wanted you to move on. We wanted you to stay forever. And then you're like, now they can cheer Frank and wisdom. Fuck yeah. off.
1: You like know I that basically both of them put together and <laughs> eat my ass. Oh my god. That's that's a good one. That's a that was a low. We should have opened the show with that. That would have really made the Yeah, I, I,
4: I love it because and it goes with what Crawley was saying earlier. Like he doesn't want to talk about this anymore. He's right for him, it's gotta get over. Like it's so boring, especially for him. And so he's like throwing shade, like, yeah, now you got you know, Patrick Wisdom and you know and Frank Schwindel to fucking cheer for. So have fun with that, guys. So my mine has to do with oh go ahead. Yeah.
3: All
1: right, all right, I was gonna go. Uh this one actually comes from you, Crawley. You screenshotted this and said it to me because it, and I found it quite funny. The Scipio, our friend for the show, uh said uh he retweeted aisle four twenty four and said if the marquee network app we're a person. It would be Zach Saban. <laughs> it sucks beyond all comprehension, and we're stuck with it ruining Cubs games for a long time.
3: That is. I don't hilarious. think I didn't send that to you. You didn't. No. <laughs> First <laughs> time I've awesome,
1: seen it, yeah, but it's <laughs> fucking good.
3: All right, mine goes here with uh, Jackie Robinson Day. Jeremiah Paprakia, who is the uh, PA announcer, says, this day means a lot to me, even as a PA announcer in the league. And it's a picture of him with a 42 jersey. And so uh, Jeffrey Hovey, 1958, says, so honor him. But does everyone have to wear the same number? It just confuses us, senior citizens.
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean that that is that is their target fucking demographic anymore. Like these you know, all these old dudes are like, I don't know what the fuck's going on.
1: <laughs> I saw a bunch of Sox fans uh saying the same thing about trying to find their game on Friday night. They were the first ones that had to deal with Friday night baseball on the Apple TV situation. And <laughs> they were making fun of the fact that their demographic which is a bunch of fifty eight year old men. Could not find how the fuck to watch that game, you know. Oh man, that's good. <laughs> right. Well, chance I guess for a chance. Yeah, we got to do the chance for a chance. Get get your uh, hashtag chance. Did you get game. Everett
3: his card? His postcard? No, I yodeled. No, that doesn't count.
4: You
1: still got to <laughs> give Everett his literally. postcard.
4: <laughs> you need to. No, you need to like write yodeling. out the yodel on the postcard. <laughs>
1: Well, that's what I was gonna do, but like uh, I did contact him, contact Everett, and uh, he said thank you. (laughs) Nice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, it's (laughs) time. (laughs) (laughs) Just do the (laughs)
3: thing. I did.
2: That's
1: what it was said. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Where it
3: lands, nobody knows.
1: Here we go. We're drawing it. Oh, look at all those names going up. you', lay, you, lay, you lay. <laughs> A little, little picking music. Oh,
3: oh I want it again.
1: <laughs> Everett, Paul Yoakum. Wait, 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 wait. I that's believe the,
4: there's... That's, that's, that's the same person. Wait, but I saw Ever Yoakum the Third. Are you are you starting? Are are you like packing the ballot box? You're here?
1: is is ever disqualified? Is what
4: you're
1: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> at this point? Oh. I don't know.
4: We'll we'll have
1: to uh, Yodeling uh, and find that. <laughs> no, I honestly think that me Yodeling is enough uh, for the winning, even. Uh, Anyway, uh, hell <laughs> with
3: what are we playing us out with?
1: I don't know uh, how, how do you how do you uh, top coming that? back to Wrigley? Yeah, because we are. Yeah, there we, we are. go. All right, uh, I will find it in Spagog.
4: Spagog. Spagog!
1: This episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers, who we call the Super Ranters. Who are the Super Ranters, you ask? Well, the Super Ranters have their own Sun Ranto RSS feed, and they get the show early and ad-free, delivered right to their inbox or podcatcher. Super Ranters get bonus content like the recording of tonight's post-show conversation. They get exclusive access to the Super Ranters Facebook page and private Discord channel, which we plan on using a ton this season. Our Patreon patrons, they're eligible for all of our Sun Ranto contests, like the Super Rancher of the Month and Sun Ranto Scavenger Hunts. At the $5 level, Super Ranchers get to hear all my Cubs parody songs and download them before the rest of the world. Super Ranters are recognized by name at the end of our live shows and will have access to our Cubs daily show starting this coming season. Details on that to come. $12 gets you the Rancher calendar and you can even place an advertisement about anything you want at some of the higher levels. Super Ranters, they even get access to our show notes and the pics and videos we use to produce the live show comes in real handy during the season if you want to know about the pitching matchups and the stuff we looked up plus and this is important 10 percent of all of the patreon money goes directly to the lost boys baseball club which uses baseball to help decrease violence and improve the social conditions for young people in chicago because it is one of Sunranto's main missions to serve our community and that's how we do it it's how you do it when you subscribe Here's the thing. It costs money and lots of time to produce a great Cubs fan show. And frankly, a penny a download from podcast advertisers like gambling syndicates and dick pill companies is not enough to keep the Sunranter show on the air. We've got hosting fees, streaming fees, equipment that we have to buy, tickets, beer, batteries, guitar strings. It all adds up. So become a super ranter at patreon.com forward slash Sunranto and become a part of our Patreon family for the 2022 season and help us produce the Sunranto show. Final plea: if you'd buy each one of us a $12 beer at Wrigley Field for just performing the Sunranto show for you, then join us at the $3 level. It's that simple, three bucks a month. We each get a beer at Wrigley patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto. Don't make me say it again. If you subscribe today, you'll never have to hear me ask you to become a Patreon patron or a super ranter again. So stop making me waste your time. Sign up for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com forward slash sunranto. Please join today.
2: With a ticket in my hands No ring upon my finger Because I am just a fan And I spent most of my money On sausages and beer But I was there when they wanted that year A and anticipation Had the city tightly wrought as the sailing ball was caught. Half a dozen generations who would live to see the day the Cubs would take the season all the way. Now we're coming back to
6: tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was
1: being dragged through the mud.
6: It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I
5: still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret.
6: The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favourite podcast app.
0: Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
5: Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe